Golf Podcast, presented by Golficity, where we bring you the tips, instruction, and support you need to get the most out of your golf game. And now your hosts, Frank and Mike. All right, guys, welcome back to the Golf Podcast. This is episode number 397. As always, I'm Frank. We've got Mike here with me. Mike, I'm excited for this one because this topic we're going to talk about today is something that has been my primary focus for the last two months in my swing. You're working on that lead arm straight, huh? Big time. Big time. Big time because I, I find that like it's like it's interesting. It's like, yeah, that's a component of the swing. And what we're talking about here is we're going to talk in a minute about keeping your lead arm straight. And there's all different nuances to that. So stay stay tuned. We'll dive into it. But I just find that, A, I like to just think about one thing instead of thinking about a lot of things. And I find that because everything in the golf swing is so connected, if I think about executing one thing well, I do the other things well that I need to do. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And in this case, like the lead arm straight, Mm -hmm. I find that it dramatically helps me rotate through the ball, which is one of those things that is an absolute swing killer when you don't do it. I mean, a lot of us, we've been doing this. I still do this where you just have a mental slip and you're too armsy. Yeah, and you know it when it happens, right? Yep. Like you saw him be like, you "Oh, I was all arms, all arms on that swing." Man. Yep. And it's frustrating, and you just realize that, like, when you want to have that that nice, connected, compressed feeling, you, where you hit the, you know, you, the ball just starts on the line that you want it. A lot of it has to do with just having a really good rotation and just getting through it. I mean, we recently we did the Jersey Shore tour. You're not gonna talk about Josh, are you? I'm that, gonna. I was just about to talk about that story. Go ahead. Because how how much does that relate to this? It's the first thing I thought of. And so we, you know. Josh uh, from Hole One Trick Shots, Josh Kelly, incredible golfer, of course. It's amazing what he can do with trick shots. If you didn't get a chance to check out that video, we played Atlantic City Country Club, which is his home course. We played with him. Uh, and, I mean, the guy can literally beat us at golf hitting the ball out of the air. By that, I mean he juggles it, hits it, juggles it, hits it, and he does better. Than I mean, he's an incredibly insane. talented dude. But you had a little pitch shot and um, got really kind of heavy with it, chunky. We talk about we joke around about it, call eight eleven digging. Yep. Um, but what he said was so true. He's like, Mike, you got to get your chest through that ball, and that's one of the things that like you, you grab these little nuggets, you never forget that, right? And it was so brilliant. Like I was, I was all arms there, and that's why I just dug and chunk. I did not get that shoulder rotation. Through. And, and it's it happened so easy to have happen, especially with a shot like that. We try to get like finesse when we think we need to do that. We think we need to get these arms involved, you mm-hmm. know. And there's just you introduce so many possibilities of it going wrong when you get your hands involved like that and and the wrist and we talk about that and whatever you want to call it flipping whatever it may be i mean you kind of when it happens to you intuitively kind of of know it but i think part of what's frustrating about golf is that it's it's a you feel like it's so hard to, to perform well on a constant basis and it's because so many of us rely on timing you may have been swinging like that for a long time and you have days when you're really on and your timing's on and days when you're off but i think that the long-term ability to play well on a consistent basis really comes down to simplifying yeah. in so mm-hmm. many ways. And we talk about that here on the podcast. We talk about we're, we're not pros. We're, we're not instructors. We're just, we learn the game and we try to kind of distill it and break it down here, what we learn. And we still have got a long way to go. But when we do learn something, we try to talk about it here. But I think what I've been finding is the more I can ro- just rotate through the ball, the more consistent I'm getting ball striking. Yeah, and then, you know, it sounds something sounds so easy. Just rotate through it, right? Just rotate right. through it. But like we don't think about that. And but or we overthink it. We think about too many things, like all the stuff that goes into rotating. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I like this tip that we're going to talk about today because what I find is that if I keep that lead arm straight, and we're going to talk about all the reasons why, I have to rotate. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't rotate, 
I can't make contact if, you know, with keeping that one element in, in place, which is that lead arm straight. So excited to dive into it. We're going to talk about that more in a second. Um, other than that, one big thing, we've kind of been teasing it here on the show, but I want to update everybody again. We've got a brand new community that we're launching on Leveler. Uh, you can you can get involved with that, and it's, it's still, it's, it hasn't rolled out just yet, but you can still kind of get on the waiting list by going to golfacity.com slash clubhouse. We're calling it the Golfacity Clubhouse. It's just another way that, one of the, our favorite parts about Golfacity is the community. Yes. Without sure. a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly, we haven't been able to do as many meetups as we'd like to because of the last two years, this pandemic, this craziness that we've been through. Through, but we're starting to ramp them back up and in fact we'll have some announcements soon of some some meetups that we have coming up really soon um, and we're trying to do them in a safe way whenever we can but in the meantime we've got this great little virtual clubhouse uh, we, we've we've worked with leveler on this because we think they do a really great job in the way that they structure it um, and then it's just a way that we can kind of talk and you guys can have a direct access to us we're going to do exclusive giveaways for our, our uh, golf SC clubhouse community on leveler uh, and plus the the membership which is it's like the cost of a cup of coffee reality but every single thing we structured it so that everything that comes in through that community goes back into content creation for golf that's just it and we appreciate it yeah and we want to do newer and bigger and better things these travel series these playing lessons you see us do they were you know they're not they're not they require a little bit of work that's the reality is Mm -hmm. we have to travel we have to do different things so this kind of helps us you know, fund that, that type of stuff. So, uh, it's just a great way that you guys can get involved and, and help us really kind of grow ev- all that is golficity in yeah. so many different ways. Plus I love the ability to just communicate with all you guys in just an easy way. This will be right on the phone. It's kind of like WhatsApp. It's kind of like texting. It's yeah. just like texting. Like we're just in this big group and we're just chatting back and forth. I mean, I, I could have saw this being great during the Ryder cup, just chatting with the whole community during all yeah. these great things, you know? So it's going to be fun. Again, we do appreciate this support. So check it out at golficity.com slash clubhouse. Yes. Check that out. And all right, let's, um, let's do a quick word from our sponsors and then we're going to dive into this. We're going to talk all about that lead arm and talk about maybe some of the myths involved, some of the things that you want to avoid some of the things that you know, different feels talk about like feel versus real like mm. what you can do to get that feel so i'm excited to dive into that uh but first want to thank titleist and guys we're excited to share with you guys some exclusive opportunities from titleist but to be a part of them you have to join team titleist and team titleist gives you access to opportunities like prototype testing special events limited edition gear I've, i know we've got the dms before it's like where'd you guys get that hat with the tt on the side the cool part about that is it's not something you can buy it's part of being part of that group. Uh, you can get it. And, and oftentimes you'll have these great events. We had a, a recently a team Titleist event that we attended in New York city and they, they give out these, uh, these cool things. You really feel like you're, you're part of the team. Uh, and the best part about it is it's free to join. You can sign up for team Titleist by going to Titleist.com slash team Titleist. That's one word. It's Titleist.com slash team Titleist. You can Again, join us right there. You know? Yeah. And, and look, what one thing, what does it keep coming back to golf? Although it's an individual sport in so many ways, it's such a community. Huge Uh, and it's really cool. Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, who doesn't love it when you get those like unmarked white balls in the mail? Special, you know, you feel like you're part of the process before the public. You know, and you've heard us here talk about the development, the R and D that goes into like the next iteration of the Pro V One. Well, you wouldn't believe how much of that comes from 
feedback of users. Yep. And how do they get that feedback? They send them out to team Titleist members. That's how I got this sticker. There you go. <laughs> exactly. So it's a really cool part, thing to be a part of. And as I said, you can go to Titleist.com slash team Titleist to be a part of that. And we also want to thank ShotScope, guys. If you're in the market for a new GPS device or a rangefinder, you've got to give ShotScope a look. Uh, we've been using the Pro L1 rangefinder out there on the course. Incredibly featured, packed for the price. And, that, and one thing I'm going to keep harping on is that they just do such a great job keeping the prices really reasonable. And we've been uh, so fortunate to work closely with the ShotScope team over the last couple of years and really get to know them. We consider them close friends and you just see that their true passion for the game. They're all incredible golfers and they really understand the game and they want to make things accessible. So they've done a really good job of making all their products the absolute best they can be at a price range that's really affordable. And the one like the the real flagship for me is the the V3 GPS and stat tracking watch. We use it constantly. If we talk about here on the podcast about getting better is about recognizing the areas of your game that need improvement and work on them. Well, the nice thing is you just go out there, you play golf with this, you know, the V3 watch on your wrist, which is giving you your GPS distances while you're out there. Yep. And you got these little tags on your clubs that's tracking every single shot. And then afterwards you go back and you see everything. Fairways missed right, um, greens that you missed short, whatever you need to work on, it's there. Putting proximity, up and downs, it's all in there. And it's just that level of detail that was only available to PGA Tour players just years ago. ShotScope brings it to you. And what's so cool is that V3 watch, it's 219 bucks. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing hidden in it. There's not 219 bucks, but then you've got to pay... $7.95 a month for your stats, whatever. It's one and done, and it just keeps getting better as they roll out more and more of these really cool firmware updates, bringing, again, listening to golfers and bringing yeah, new things to Yeah, I was going to say, talk about a company that listens to its customers. Yeah. You know, like the biggest feedback going into 2019 was the watch is too big and the battery life is not great. Right. And they made it smaller and they made it great and the batteries last for two rounds in one day. It's like they listen and they keep making it better. That's why I love it. Yeah. And we recently did a video called the Secret Targets Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> and we really kind of dove in on those stats. And it just it's a new way to learn and play the game. You guys got to check it out. Go to shotscope.com slash golf Check out that whole lineup. We also, we know the holidays are coming up, whether it's a gift for yourself or for one of your golfing buddies, you're not going to miss with this one. Yeah, no, you definitely can't. By the way, I just want to notice the hat you're wearing. Yeah. Get it on there. There we go. We still got a few left in the store. This is the call we're calling the New Jersey golfer lid here that you can grab. Uh, there's another thing we got at golficity.com slash hat drop. That's something fun we did during Jersey Shore Tour. We came up with this concept. We're a New Jersey-based golf media company, and uh, we thought it'd be cool to put this Given design together. Jersey golf some love. Because Jersey's got some of the best golf in the world. It really does. You know, I'm serious about that. Some of the best courses in the world. But moving on, I want to thank MGI for sponsoring this episode. I mean, we did a fun video recently. It just launched last week on our channel uh, where we used those new Zip Navigator. We almost had too much fun with caddy. That. Yeah, like I didn't want to go home yeah. when I was done. We had too much fun. You know, and then I brought it home and I strapped my, my two daughters to it and I was at the remote and I was driving them. Now they don't want to stop using it, but this thing is amazing. Attention walking warriors. And if you're not, you see this, you're probably going to become one because the electric golf caddy, not only does it hold your clubs, it holds your phone, it has a USB charging por uh, port, it can hold your drink, it holds your umbrella, it makes your life easy. And, and let me tell you something, compact as can be. This thing folds down to nothing, goes into your trunk, and it's got those wheel covers. 
covers. Yeah. Because that was the one thing. Like, I put those things in the car. It's, like, covered in, like, you know, goose crap and all that. It got wheel covers, rear support wheel. This thing is genius, yeah. which helps with the, with the patented gyroscope straight tracking technology. This thing, we put it through the ringer. Put yeah. it this way. Go back and watch the video because we were, the terrain, we were riding this thing up. We were trying to tip it over. Right. You know, we raced it down the fairway. Literally, this thing was like 300 yards away from us and the remote was like still I said, working. We had too much fun. Right? Too much fun, guys. Go to mgigolf.com, check out the Zip Navigator, and go check out the video because the, the giveaway is probably still live where we are giving away one of these awesome units. And for you hardcore walkers, this thing will change your game. It'll it change will change it. Yep. Yeah, it's like one less thing you got to worry about. Yeah. And lastly, just want to thank FootJoy. Uh, FootJoy has the number one shoe uh, in golf, you know, for 75 years. I mean, they were innovating then, and they would continue to innovate today uh, with a simple go to elevate their game so that you guys can elevate yours. They build shoes for every player, every swing, every stance, and everywhere that you might play, uh, whether it's the style and the performance of the Premier Series, uh, the precision fit of the Hyperflex, and the traction and comfort of the Pro SL, uh, or a number of their other shoes. There's so many out there. The Hyperflex, guys, you got to check it out. FootJoy offers the golf shoe that's right for everyone's game. Uh, they're passionate about progress, and this is the best their game has ever looked. Find the shoe that's right for you at FootJoy.com slash shoe finder there's such a reason why foot joy has just become synonymous with when you think golf shoes you think foot joy is a reason they've there's been doing reason. it really well for a really long time all right so let's talk a little bit about this whole what your lead arm does and, and of course for a righty golfer that's going to be your left for a lefty golfer that's going to be your right arm and one thing that i want to kind of we'll, we'll dive into this a little bit more in a minute but i want to just start right off the bat with saying it we don't not talking about your, your lead arm having to be rigidly straight you can play with a little bit of a bend in it we have seen um, you know some of the best golfers play that way but we're going to kind of th there's a fine line there there's mm -hmm. a fine mm -hmm. line there and it's also just kind of being conscious of what it means to have that straighter arm but you you really uh, for the, the vast majority you look at like the best players the best golfers on earth and you watch that lead arm as they go through the golf swing and it, it's amazing how well they are at just keeping that thing kind of straight and, and the things that it leads to um so just by setting this as a goal or at least bringing some awareness to it, but again, not, we're going to keep kind of coming back to this, not like locking that elbow so much. So I don't want anybody injuring themselves or, or again, there's, there's always a great golf swing has a lot of fluidity to it. Mm -hmm. As soon as you start to do anything that increases too much tension to it, we talk about not having your grip too tense or, or anything like that. Um, it, that's where you, the wheels kind of come off for a lot of golfers, you know, and we've, we've talked about this on the podcast in, in countless other episodes and other areas of the swing. It's just that fine line of just not getting too tense with it. You got to still maintain that fluid motion. Um, but there is, there is a lot to be said for having that, that, that lead arm a little bit straighter and all those things that we're going to kind of get into here in a minute. But I will tell you, and I said at the top of the show, it's been one of my my biggest focus this year. I try to I try not to do too much because I think that that can create its own issues. I try to every season as I try to get a little bit better, I try to focus on one or two little things. Mm -hmm. And this has been a big part of it, especially, which we'll dive into in a minute, the takeaway. Because I yeah. feel like mm -hmm. that's for me where, where I go wrong. But let's start... At, Okay. Are you a big towel under the arm guy? I love that drill. Yeah. Okay. In fact, I love the towel under both arms drill. Ah. Tuck it, take, take a towel. And if I find, again, my one swing thought has been the word connected. 
I try to stay very connected, connected yep. because if I find that if anything gets disconnected, like the arms and the body are not working together, it's a show that I'm not rotating. Mm-hmm. And, and, and a good example of this would be uh, in a lot of area where that lead arm gets bent is when people stop rotating for yep. one reason or another, mm-hmm. the arms kind of start to get ahead of the body. They have nowhere to go. And you get le- you get bent. Yep. Or similarly, right. which we'll we'll mention here, is as you make that that shoulder turn back. If your shoulders stop turning, but your hands got to keep going, that's when all of a sudden the elbows start to bend. Yeah. So it forces you to make these nice big turns. But let's talk about. We'll get into that all in a second. Let's start by talking about where it starts, and where you can check in on yourself to see if you're setting yourself up for success or for failure. Right. And that's the setup mm-hmm. in general. We talk about this, and it, it is amazing to me, Mike. The more we learn the game, the more I realize how much a good setup is like 90% of the way there. Yep. You know, we all think about swing thoughts and whatever. Maybe we should start thinking about setup thoughts, you know, checking in. Like, are you set in the right position to start the right way? And one area to check this, well, so today we're just talking about that lead arm. Think about it when you set up to the ball. Is that lead arm already dramatically bent? You know, and if it is, and we've all seen it, we've seen like uh, newer golfers who stand over the ball like this, yeah, right. And that's telling you a lot of things to start. It's it's and and a lot of non golfers, you hand them the golf club for the first time and they grab it and they just hold it like this, you know, and you're like something's off already. Yep. You know, and and as a as a more experienced golfer, you can kind of sense it. But we have all different level golfers listening to the show. A lot of you are brand new to golf. We had golf has had a huge boom this year. So it might be something to check in on, but if if you can start with that lead arm straight in a good position, it's going to dramatically help you keep that position and more so return to that position. You'd be surprised at how good your body is in general of just kind of subconsciously getting back to where it started. Right. Yep. So if you start with some problems, we talk about this with alignment and uh, target and like, you know, making sure if you start in the wrong spot, your body is probably going to deliver itself back to that spot or close to it Sure. uh, at impact. So one thing you can do is, is make sure that that lead arm is not bent any bit dramatically and again i'll just keep saying this i'm not talking about like locked elbow pain position here if you want to have a little bit of flex to your elbow fine but if you see you have a dramatic bend in that arm that's a good place to start just making sure your lead arm is is a little bit more you know straight and and i think i like to go back to some of the fundamentals like hogan's book is one of my favorites and he even goes so far as talking about like kind of like pinching in the elbows a little bit it's almost Mm -hmm. like that the towel drill for anybody doesn't know what we're referencing is if you take a towel lay it across your chest and under both of your arms and then hold it there and then try to make some swings like that it keeps you very connected and there's countless other um training aid products that have kind yeah, of like built definitely. off of this there's that i think tour striker makes that that ball that hangs around your neck and then you that's another the one it's like a beach ball between, right yep and if you bench your elbows you lose the ball or you, you what happens is when you bend your elbows your arms come up and the towel is going to drop too. yeah absolutely so these are all kind of leading you to putting you in that position and along with training aids a, a really good follow and i know you can definitely agree with me on on ig would be ryan hager yeah 
go get Ryan H A G E R Ryan Hager P G A. He's he's a local coach here in New Jersey that we've worked with, uh, and he does great drills for this type of stuff. Quick drills, yes, on his Instagram that are easy to comprehend. I've actually been bugging him to get on TikTok, yeah, because he does such a great well. Like you said, comprehend. Like he he like without even have to verbally explain it, he does such a good job yeah, of just, visuals, visuals. just kind of showing you positions that I'm like, dude, just throw this on TikTok with some music behind it, and you're gonna hit even more people. Exactly, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just, yeah, he does a great job of it. So let's talk about that. So now let's assume you've got yourself in a good starting point, a good starting position with that arm straight. Where does that break down? If we talk about the different spots where that breaks down, we can kind of remedy them one by one. Mm-hmm. And one is the takeaway. Man, I talked about this. This was my biggest focus last year and over the winter. And that still remains big for me. I until I started to really dive into the takeaway, I never realized how important it was for setting that swing up. Mm-hmm. Those first couple moments when that club comes back and you see the best players do it well and you, it's the thing you see, for me anyway, maybe I'm just aware of it more because I'm working on it, but it seems like the best players rehearse this more than anything else. Yeah. How many players, you were watching the Ryder Cup a couple of weeks ago, how many of these guys will just work on a nice connect? The first thing they'll do before they, they take finally take their swing is just simulate a nice connected takeaway. Right. Right? They just mm. kind of feel that. They simulate it. Yep. They simulate that. And the reason is largely because this is where things can break down quickly. Uh, if you find that you're taking that club away first with wrists and hands, this is the, the first place that lead elbow breaks mm-hmm. down. You start to come back and all of a sudden you go like this and the elbow breaks because you've taken it away with your hands. You're already creating a swing that's going to be harder to repeat. You're going to be putting that club face in a position that's going to be harder to bring it back. Not impossible because there are some great golfers who do some incredibly funky things with their takeaway, but they are the exception, not the rule. I mean, I got to think it limits your rotation if you break. In a lot of ways it does. Right. Because if the proper way to do it is if you keep those that arm straight and then you start you start the takeaway with the shoulders yep. you're already starting a great rotation mm-hmm. if you start with your hands and elbows yeah, you're not now your body's got to catch yep. up it doesn't actually rotate to where it needs to be so this is such a great thing to just practice at home or anywhere you've seen people put it with their arms across the chest or whatever just work on those that first half a second of the golf swing just making it a rotation like this just rotating those shoulders. If you're watching us on YouTube, or oh my God, is that thunder? There's a That's heck cool. of a thunderstorm going on outside. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that. But good thing we're not playing golf today. But anyway, you just work on that rotation and just making sure that the, the shoulders and the upper body, that rotation is what pulls that club back, not the hands and arms. And what you'll notice is that through that method, it's a lot easier to keep your arms straight. But again, I use that that lead arm as kind of like the canary in the cage. It, it just shows me if something's going wrong. And if I'm able to focus on it, I don't have to think about a million things like rotation and this and that. If I'm just thinking about that lead arm straight, you know, it's almost impossible to bring the club back with your hands yep. and mm-hmm. arms with that lead arm straight. The only way to do it would be to dramatically break right. your wrist and yep. immediately you're going to know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. So if I have, if I'm like, I got to keep that arm straight, but I got to bring this club back. What do I got to do? I got to turn the, the, the shoulders. Yeah, exactly. That's the only way to have it happen. And also it helps you keep that grip. It helps you keep the club face where it needs to be because mm-hmm. you said sometimes you open that club face too much on the takeaway. That happens a lot when you do it with the hands. This way that we, we see like those nice down the line breakdowns where, you know, a coach will explain that how that club face stays facing that ball for a long time. 
and the good players, that breaks down when you're all hands. You know, that club face comes wide open right away. So that's a big place. And that for me has been like the number one place. Another one, and you bring this up rotation, which is it's so true, is if you're not making a strong enough shoulder turn in general, mm-hmm. it can also cause that arm to break. So for example, let's say you don't turn your shoulders much coming back, but that club keeps going. Well, the only way to have that club keep going is to bend that arm. Right, exactly. You know, because your your shoulders have now stopped. So it's a good indicator that you're not making enough of an upper body rotation. Uh, and we'll link to this in the show notes as well, but you can take a look at this, a great graphic that kind of just shows the difference in that shoulder turn. The club ends up in the same position, right? but like there's a dramatically difference between this with that broken elbow. And you can see my shoulders, if you're watching this, aren't barely turned. And the club is, you can visualize it's kind of like in the same spot versus this with the straight arm clubs in the same spot but look at how much more shul- turn my shoulders yeah, are yeah you know it's just create and that's where we all want to hit the ball further more power more compressed strike well you generate that power through that rotation and getting those shoulders rotated so if it, it's a very good indicator if that especially you could take a video swing freeze frame it at the top do you see a real big bend in that in that lead arm and it could be related to because your shoulders stopped turning and the club kept going yeah man a good shoulder turn is going to take those arms out you know because sometimes i just when i fail to rotate like you said before when i fail to rotate and i strike the ball i know the minute i strike the ball that i was all arms Mm -hmm. you know and and think about what's another thing we always say like a powerful swing you get a lot of width get wide in that swing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean well if you're all up in here with this with this bent elbow, you're very tight. You're not wide at all. You, it's such, it feels like such a more powerful position when the arm is straight and those shoulders are turned. You can feel the stored energy in the body. Yeah, for that's sure. Ready to release. Versus, I could sit like this all day. It's like just sitting with a club on my shoulder. Right. But when I get those arms out, you know that lead arm straight and those shoulders turned, my body all it wants to do, man, is turn back, mm-hmm. and it's just ready to, to release. Boom. Yep. And then there you go. So that's a big one. And then the last thing kind of where this kind of happens is when you don't allow your lower body to drive the downswing. And we've we've gotten into this before. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about it even more because it's another big fundamental, but sequencing, like the order in which things happen. Um, but really with the downswing, you know, letting your lower body lead the way as you turn, it's that hip, that hip rotation and that turn. Mm-hmm. That's what helps to keep that, you, you know, that arm can stay straight because the body is 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 turning and that's, that's a lot of lag. Yeah. That's that lag yep. that you're creating. But when your body stops turning or doesn't turn enough, the only way for your get that club back is to start to bend that elbow. Mm-hmm. And this is where they talk about the hands and arms getting ahead of the body. Right. If you're, if you were just do like kind of dramatically take it up to the top and then start swinging, but stop your hips, <laughs> the momentum <laughs> of your arms, what's it going to do? It's going to bend that elbow and you're going to kind of come across. Right. You know what I mean, right. versus if you can keep that arm straight and still make contact that position, the only way to do it is to drive that lower body. Mm-hmm. And that's where we see like with the pros that dramatically open, you know, hips to the target at impact, Yep. you know, and they're able to get that. And that club face delivers just perfectly because that arm stayed straight and they rotated. That's something it. I'm going to work on hard this off season. It's, it's such a big game changer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's just, again, what it is, is even though we're talking a lot about the arm, what we're really doing is we're taking the arms out of the swing. Right. It's, it's again, it's either whether it's coming back or coming through when your arms have to get involved, it's because your body stopped rotating. Yeah. If you you can keep that arm straight and connect with that ball, it means you've rotated fully back and fully through. Mm-hmm. That's where that power comes from. That's where that um, consistent 
compressed ball striking that we want lives. It lives in there somewhere. So that's an important one. And and again, one thing I want to say, like again, check on those areas. We'll recap it real quick. Check on the takeaway. These are the key moments of that golf swing. The takeaway, making sure that your arm is straight and you're, you're not leading with those hands and wrists. The shoulder turn at the top. Make sure your shoulders are turning enough that you can support that arm staying straight. And then on that downswing, that the lower body is driving it so that your lower body is installing out, causing your arms to have to bend and swing around your body. If you check those things, you're, you're in a good spot. But again, I'll keep coming back to this, is that if you're trying so hard to keep that arm straight that you're adding tension, the net result is most likely going to be more negative than positive. Yeah, of course. So mm-hmm. again, there may be other things. And there's also going to be a component in this. There always is where individual things and other areas you're swing that might be causing this. It could be we had recently we had uh, Jeff from 18 Strong on the show mm-hmm. and we talked about flexibility you got to think about what's your limitations there working with a, a, a flexibility coach and understanding that that's a big one but other areas maybe you're they, there's a million things it could be I almost don't want to speculate what it could be but thinking like stance too wide too narrow can't rotate can't, there's a lot of other things it can lead to so there's a certain extent where instead of trying to like force this through yeah like it's got to feel right instead of trying to force it through once you understand and grasp this concept of what you want to do, you may want to see a swing coach about your individual sure. issues that might be leading this. And you, at least you can work with the coach. You can give feedback, be like, hey, I'm noticing my, my lead arm is really breaking down at this point in my swing. Can you help me with that? Rather than just forcing it through. And they may say, well, here's the reason why. Right. It's this part of your body is not moving and whatever it may be. So don't do this so much so that you add tension by rigidly trying to keep that arm straight because it might be creating some other things. And anytime you add tension in golf, it's a problem. Yeah, no, definitely. Like I said, the straight arm is great, but still that maintain that fluidity of the swing. So it's like our buddy Greg Angelillo. Yeah. You know, keep coming back to this. He's fundamentally just does it so well. Yeah. Um, So again, straight, but relaxed and comfortable. Relaxed and comfortable doesn't necessarily mean bent. Mm -hmm. It can be a little micro bend to protect your elbow. But it's when you start to notice again big bends, and you can you can the best tool we have for ourselves a lot of ways is recording our swing. Some of our our phones will record in slow motion now. Pause it at those key moments. Pause it at the takeaway. Pause it at the top. Pause it at impact or any moment where it stand outishly that 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 lead arm is bent, and then think. What does that correlate to? Mm-hmm. Did I take away too much of the hands? Did I not rotate my shoulders enough? Did I not rotate my lower body enough to support it? My hands started to get out in front of it. It could be one of those things. So a lot to work on, but the work is worth the time because Damn. trust me, the swing becomes so much more repeatable when you just you, you rotate and you, right. you hit that ball with rotation and you all of a sudden you're pounding the ball further than you've ever hit it before. Yeah, make this part of your offseason drills do i would know because it's a home basement. drill you can you can work on just those positions in front of a mirror takeaway top impact how's that arm look all the way through boom so boom. so real quick the one training aid you would buy if you're new to the show a towel you? towel <laughs> there it is easy <laughs> grab easy a towel from the bathroom take a towel i do i do like that that one from uh tour striker with the, the ball that you can kind of mm-hmm. squeeze between um i've also been working with i like all the products that martin chuck does he i think he does a really good job with yeah. it um but the uh what's it called the um the plane mate the plane mate i believe right. it is yeah i use that a little bit at home with the rubber bands yep. it helps me keep in the right position any of that stuff of feedback but again you can do it on a budget you don't need an expensive training you can throw a towel under your arms and just work on it with that and like i said a mirror or a camera 
Easy enough. So you can check your positions. All right, guys, that's everything we have for you this week. You can get to the show notes by going to golfissy.com slash 397. And remember, keep an eye out for the some big announcements around the new Golfissy Clubhouse on Leveler. We're, we're really amped for it because we think it's going to be exciting and we love anything we can do to make this a two-way conversation and get the golf community involved uh because we love chatting about golf we love talking to you guys about it so this will be another way we can do that we'll be in there chatting it up so hopefully you guys will join us and uh we'll see everybody again next week 